Hey friend, welcome to the Mom Fluence Podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Cacique. I'm a mom of twins, a licensed school counselor, an educator, and an entrepreneur. This is our community where we get to walk together while building a network of people and resources so we help our kids reach their personal goals and career aspirations. You'll hear episodes with tools and strategies while also sharing stories from a wide variety of experts in the field. Because truly as moms, we are our kids' most influential influencer. So come with me and let's get started. Hi friend, I'm so excited to be here with you today. To any new listeners, welcome. Our community continues to grow and I am beyond grateful to all of you who have shared our podcast with family, friends, your community, and social media. We are making a positive impact directly and indirectly to current and future generations because it all starts with you, my friend. So let's all give ourselves a pat on the back and continue to strive to be the best we can be each and every day. And that leads me to our guest for today, Courtney Winzicki. Courtney is a female business owner and an entrepreneur. In our conversation, Courtney shares her own personal career journey with us. Her authentic transparency in our conversation will encourage you to be your child's greatest cheerleader and coach. As parents, we sometimes make the mistakes of letting our kids give up too quickly instead of encouraging them to keep on knocking doors. Sometimes they may give up when that very next door was the one with the opportunity. She grew up with two parents who were entrepreneurs and small business owners. But there wasn't ever a conversation about being an entrepreneur for herself as a career option. Had her parents had more intentional conversations earlier in life, she might have gotten to where she is at right now earlier in her life. If there is something Courtney will offer all of us is her transparency about her journey. Not many people will do that, and I think we all can learn from her experience. Parents, we have the potential and power to limit or broaden the doors of opportunity for our children. And as a little side note, in our conversation, she asked me what my Enneagram number was. She kind of had an idea, um, and I didn't know at the time. But I did tell her that I was going to definitely look into it afterwards, and I did. So I'm pretty excited. I will be um, sharing that on social media at momfluence.podcast. So keep an eye out for it. And I will be sharing with everyone what my Enneagram number was. So are you curious? I was too. So look forward to that post coming out soon. And without further ado, let's get started. Hi, Courtney. Welcome to the Momfluence podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so glad you are here today. And by the way, happy belated birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Yep. One week ago. I want the listeners to know a little bit about your story. So why don't you introduce yourself first and tell us about, you know, your personal life, your family. Sure. So I'm Courtney Winzicki. Um, I am married. Um, been married to my husband for five and a half years, and we have a son together, Chase. Chase is four. Um, we also have a dog. Um, and we we live in Ohio, up by Lake Erie. And I love living by the water. Um, like love living by the water. We actually have dreams to move to Florida. So 
hopefully maybe that will happen in the nearish future. Um, let's see. I, as far as just some more professional background, I went to school in college for, um, public relations and, uh, business, um, very much thought that I would end up in some type of marketing role, um, specifically had an internship that was marketing, social media focused. And I was like, Oh, like, this is it. Like, especially with the internship, I was like, I'll just go from the internship to them getting a job in that. Um, and that's totally not what happened. So I did a lot of, um, job hopping. Like you could, like, I, I feel like that word is so negative, but that's what I've done for the last decade. Um, but it's led me to where I am now. Um, and that is, you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I have my own business. I started my business. Um, this December will be one year ago that I started it. Nice. Congratulations. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so let's, let's go back into your history that you were telling me about. Um, what was your ideal job then? What were you picturing yourself? Yeah, I, so I really, really, like I mentioned the internship that I had. So it was working for a, um, Lane Bryant. I'm sure many of your listeners have heard of it. It's a very well-known plus size women's clothing brand. Um, and I was the marketing intern and I did that for a year and a half. And I was certain that I would end up in a role similar to that. So, you know, fashion, marketing, social media, et cetera, specifically being that I was in Columbus, Ohio. Um, there's a lot of headquarters for those places there, like the Twitter secrets there, Bath and Bodies there, <laughs> Express is there, like they're all in Columbus. Uh-huh. Um, and I got super discouraged when after I had my internship for a year and a half, and then I graduated college, I applied to all those places and I didn't even get an interview. Mm. Mm not even an interview. And I even, I mean, I had an excellent letter of recommendation from the the head of marketing at Lane Bryant, two things that I did, one that I, that I was proud of myself for one that I wish I would have kind of, you know, if I could go back, I would was at that point, then I gave, I kind of just gave up on it. You know, I never then after, cause I was like, Oh, I, you know, you have to have a job. You get out of college. Like you then have to have bills to pay. You got to start paying on the student loans and so I actually was in the apartment complex I was living at Okay. speaking to the woman there, just kind of venting about my situation, about like, oh my gosh, this internship's going to end. And I haven't even had any interviews, et cetera. And she was like, we could use some help here in the office. Like, have you ever thought about working as a leasing consultant? And I was like, well, no, I haven't, but how cool would that be? I could literally walk to work. Um, and yeah, I mean, I need a job. So that sounds great. So that's then how I landed into like leasing and, you know, sales with apartments and stuff. Um, you know, so happy that I then sort of just found a solution, but literally never then in the last 10 years did I try to necessarily go back into that field of marketing, fashion, retail, et cetera, because I was just like, well, I felt as if every year that I was out of it, it was just one more year that I was removed and that I was like, quote unquote, hurting myself, which is totally not a belief that I have anymore. I'm glad you brought that up because that's what, what we want parents to know too, is keep pushing for your child and their dreams. Um, sometimes it's just that extra little step of just not giving up that can really make a difference for them. Um, and so you did a couple of different jobs, right? Still trying to figure out what you wanted to do. I know you have a story on 
your parents and what they wanted you to, to go into? Yeah. So both of my parents, um, my mom for like, probably let's see, um, up until I was 13, my mom was a stay at home mom. And then, um, she then started her own business at home. She was doing like, um, like the embroidery on, you know, sweatshirts and business shirts and stuff for companies. A lot of the spirit wear that you see kids wear at the the school and things. Uh Um, so she started that and that worked really well with my dad's business, which was, he owned a dry cleaning company that was in our family. Uh So essentially then for the, for the latter part of my life, I grew up with two entrepreneurs, right. But never while I was growing up, did they, a like propose the idea of entrepreneurship or starting your own business. Like it was just, I don't know. It was like a different frame of mind almost like for my dad, it was as if, well, his grandfather started the dry cleaners who then passed it down to my grandfather who then passed it down to my dad. And so it wasn't necessarily like, oh, I'm a small business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. It's, this is the family business that was passed down to me. Mm-hmm. It's like a different frame of mind. And then for my mom, it was kind of like, this is just the thing that I do on the side when you guys are at school. Again, not fully embracing, like I'm a small business owner. Like yes. I have run a business out of our basement. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that kind of, if they, and again, no fault to them, but if they had Correct. maybe had a different reframe or point of view on what it is that they had done, maybe I would have even gone into my college education years thinking of that that was even some type of possibility. Like I can create my own thing. I can own my own business. And I yeah. never once thought that for years after I graduated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And that's the other cool thing is, you know, as parents, we have so much opportunity to open the doors, even just, let's just say being a physical therapist or a doctor or any other career, there are so many individual specialized Mm. careers within it. So a lot of people just think of the most known, but there's so many opportunities that you can take any career. If you just dive in a little further and and look beyond the common, you know, the common um, job description. Yeah. And so that's what, you know, I think it's very good to highlight as well. You know what? I'm so happy you just said that because I'm currently reading this book. Um, It's called U-Turn by Ashley Stahl. Have you read it? (laughs) No, but I was going to ask you. Oh my gosh. Okay. So well, if we get to that later, but I just read this part over the weekend that talked about what you were just speaking about, how oftentimes when people are not liking their job or in the wrong career, they think that it's because they need to be in a completely different industry. And she was telling the story about how she was working with somebody who I forget what type of law it was. So she went to school to be a lawyer and particularly with something like that lawyer, doctor, et cetera. You spend a lot of time, you spend a lot of money on the education. So you're like, no, I have to do this thing. But I want to say it was maybe like criminal justice law. And after she did some coaching with her and some exploration, she landed on that she still wanted to be in law, but she wanted to do family law. And think of how different like family law is than like criminal justice law. Yes. And she ended up then doing that for, you know, however long and then loved her job. And so she didn't go from being a lawyer to like, I don't know, working like in fashion. She stayed within the industry. She just had to tweak a little bit within her niche or within her industry. Oh, I love that. 
I love that. I love that. And, you know, it's also about um, asking the right questions to the right people. Mm -hmm. You know, you never know, you never know who knows who. So for example, in that, in that specific example, it's like, tap into different lawyers, ask, you know, if there's any other, tell them what you really like and what you're passionate about. Is there a field in that area? And now with the world evolving so quickly, there are so many new careers and new endeavors that didn't exist even five years ago. Yeah. It's Um, like, it's almost like you could make up or dream up any type of job and make it work. I'd like to share with you that I'm soon to release my signature digital course, Self-Discovery to Your Ideal Career Path with Group Coaching. If you are interested in helping your adolescent rediscover who they truly are and how they can gain clarity towards their career path, then send me a DM with the word waitlist on Instagram, LinkedIn by searching my name or via email info at collegecareerready.org. This course includes four modules. The first one, Understanding Yourself, where we dive into self-reflection exercises to understand their vision, purpose, skills, and strengths. In the second module, What Inspires You, we will explore the sources of inspiration in their life, including their passions, interests, and experiences. In the third module, Researching Career Options, they will learn strategies for researching different career paths and industries. They'll explore various job roles, company cultures, and career trajectories to gain insights to the opportunities out there. Plus, I will teach them the value of a LinkedIn profile. And in our last module, College Selection Goals and Action Plan, we will learn how to set SMART goals based on their self-discovery journey. We'll create an action plan outlining the steps to pursue their ideal career path, college selection, how to maximize their experience while in college, skill development, and networking. This is a four-week course with group coaching included, and it will be for an introductory special price at the time of this recording. Plus, your adolescent will have access to the course for a full year. It includes a parent and student workbook, so parents, you will be an integral part of your adolescent's self-discovery. If you're interested, send me a DM with the word waitlist on Instagram, LinkedIn, or via email. And all of those links will be included in our show notes, so all you have to do is click and go. All right, my friend, and now back to our show. Yep. I agree. I agree. I love it. I love it. Um, So let me ask you, where are you at now in your career? So tell me a a little bit about your business. Yeah. So I, I really started to like, know that I wanted to have my own thing and be a business owner um, shortly after I had my son. Um, When I had my son, I was working yet another different type of job. I was a nanny at the time. Um, had been a nanny for about four years. And I had thought, again, this is kind of interesting as a parent, I had thought, oh, being a nanny is going to be the best because my son will come with me and I'll get to work while being with my son. Also be like, it's like making money while being a stay-at-home mom. That's what I thought. And for some women that might work and be awesome for them. But the truth about anything is you never really know until you're in it. Correct. Correct. 
So about six months in, well, you know, I took my six weeks of leave. So I did that for about five months and I was miserable. Mm-hmm. I was just like, there's no break then for me from being like a mother figure. Yes. I'm literally on all the time. I'm literally with my son 24 seven, 24 seven. I don't really talk to adults very much. <laughs> And I was really um, unhappy. So at that time, around the time my son was seven months, I went into, you know, back to corporate working in an office. So then at that time, we're looking at uh, mid 2019, about a year after that was then 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, I say that it was no accident that around 2020 was the same time that I got into personal growth and personal development. And that is what really catapulted me to pour the belief into myself that like, you can be an entrepreneur, you can start your own business. Um, But then still for another year and a half, I continued to work at the office job in corporate um, until I really figured out what that was. Mm -hmm. So I did things like I started my podcast in the summer of 2020. Um, I started to do some things on the side, like creating, um, doing some graphic design for people on the side. And as we got you know, closer and closer to when I actually launched my business at the end of 2021, I was even then trying to sort of volunteer myself at the traditional workplace for things that I wanted to do. So like social media, for example, Mm -hmm. um, the social media girl from where I worked, she was leaving and social media wasn't her full-time obligation. It was just one of the tasks that she did. And I was like, so I just volunteered. I was like, can I take on the social media aspect of this? And then you guys don't have to hire for it. And they were like, well, yeah, sure. So then I did that, you know, to see like, oh my gosh, the last time I did this was in my internship in college. Uh-huh. Let's see if I still love doing it again. Um, and I did. So then that's rare, really where at the end of 2021, I was like, okay, I'm, I can do like logo and graphic design. I can do social media for people. And so then at that time I pulled back and started working part-time in the corporate office and then part-time on my business. Mm-hmm. And then now I do all of that full-time. Wonderful. So can you um, describe a little bit about your job, what you do? Yeah. So, and that's actually, I'm in a transition phase, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which, you know, again, I just want to, this is something that I want, you know, to be so incredibly evident and I never want anybody particularly like as my son is growing up to feel like that you have to stay in this box. Mm-hmm. Right. So from December until currently, as we're speaking, I've been doing social media management, um, content creation, you know, so I'll be the person who will make your graphics for you and then post them to your Instagram feed. Um, or I have uh, other clients where I just come up with their strategy. So I have like a calendar And then I'm like, okay, here's what you're going to post on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, but I don't actually create it for them. I just provide them with the ideas. Um, And then this other design aspect of my company is uh, I'll design your podcast logo for you. I'll create the logo for your brand or your company. I'll help you come up with like, here's the fonts and the colors you're going to use across your brand, like across the board. So it's this social media content and then this branding element is essentially what I do um, and have done for the last 10 months. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I'm feeling though, is a transition to more just generally helping women entrepreneurs catapult their business. Mm -hmm. So yes, 
Instagram is part of that. Building your brand is a part of that. So it's like people could hire me to do those things, but you also could hire me to help help you set up your email campaigns. You could also hire me to help set up your CRM system. These are all things that I've done now for the last year. And definitely not that I'm an expert after a year, um, but just the idea of knowing that I'm kind of like the, your business operations bestie who like is helping you along as you're starting your business with all the little things like, okay, all right, we're, we're good on social now. So now let's go over to starting regular bi-weekly newsletters. Okay. We got the newsletters. Like, do you need help with, you know, if you have a podcast and you want to create like sound bites for those, let me help you with those. So just kind of taking them along and holding their hand as they go through the whole entrepreneurial process. Super. That's really awesome. And, you know, so unintentionally, I think this is going to help also moms. We have moms and dads. We have stay at home dads as well, who are transitioning or maybe will be transitioning from being staying at home to going back into the business. And Mm -hmm. one thing that I really like that you stress, and I think this is, this is very key is when you started tapping back into, um, you know, the workforce, you started using the skills you already had a couple of years ago, and you even volunteered some of your time to brush up on those skills. And, you know, this is a transition phase for them too. Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, of course there is, you know, you can always hear the stories of like, I ripped the bandaid off and did this thing or tried this job or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, especially if you have the finances behind that, there's, you know, that's fine. Do that. But I think that, you know, particularly for me, if you get into any situation where you don't know, like if you're going to love it, have that other thing, you know, for me, that was, let me continue to work part-time at my job and then try this on the side. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, who was the person who you feel really guided you, um, in your decision-making, even just, you know, you're still in the same industry. So how did you decide so early on that this is the industry you wanted to be in? It's probably a handful of people. Um, but one of the key individuals, um, isn't even a mom, um, Keisha Fitzgerald or Keisha get, get Mary. Um, just because she is the person who I first discovered, um, like in the personal development space, who I really tapped into and really got me to believe that I was capable of things outside of like a corporate office or the corporate mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's also just so interesting about too, is the, is that someone who I've never even met in real life, the power of social media. <laughs> Yeah. Just somebody who, you know, and granted, you know, I've, I've been in her programs and I've like had conversations with her, but like, I've still never actually met her in real life. And I think that that's so cool. And that's one of my favorite things, even about like raising my son in our world today. Like, yes, I'm, I'm, there's fears that I have of the internet, but I also love that aspect of it. Like, oh, I just, the whole, like you feeling alone. Like I just, I never really feel alone. Like there's Instagram friends and there's podcasting friends. And um, yeah, I would say Keisha was a huge, huge part of it. And it's so sweet. Cause you know, she would always say like, oh my gosh, when I have, a, when I have my baby, when I hit, when I become a mom, like I'm going to be reaching out to you to be like, oh my God, what yeah, do I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and things like that. But, you know, I think that the biggest thing for anybody who, if it's your mom influence, whomever is an influence in your life, it's somebody who pours yeah. belief into you. I agree a hundred percent. And I know exactly um, 
what you mean with Keisha, because I obviously know her as well through, through social media. Yes. And it's just the words of encouragement that she gives. And it's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Um, I'm going to get a little bit off, off topic here, but I do that a lot to others, but I need others to do that to me. Mm. <laughs> yes. I am Which very is much why the same. I do what I do, you know, and, and people say that yes. all the time. Oh my gosh, you always have the right words. You have the encouragement. And I'm like, I do this so you can give back to me when I need it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, um, what Enneagram number are you? Do you know? You know what? I don't know. And that was the question I was going to ask you off recording is where I can, where I can find that out. Cause I think oh, I have okay. an idea, <laughs> but we'll talk about that. Got it. Okay. We'll, we'll chat about that. Absolutely. Um, back to the book that you mentioned, and I want you to share this with the listeners because you mentioned, um, that in the book, um, she mentions, let me see 10 core skill sets. And I think that's something very good to share with parents so they can transfer that knowledge to their children. So tell us about that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I loved this. Um, so I can't remember all 10 of them, but they Mm -hmm. are things such as like, um, Numbers like numbers is one of them. Like, are you somebody who's good with numbers? Words is another one. Are you somebody who's good with words, whether it be speaking or writing? Um, analytics, like analyzing things. So there's there's 10 of these. And she basically says that, so here's these 10 and that you have a primary and a secondary. So for, for her, the, the author, Ashley Stahl, her number one is words. And I want to say she said her secondary was, um, oh, was it coordination? Mm-hmm. Something like coordination or maybe support, okay. um, something like that. But, and she explains very nicely in the book, kind of the definition of what each of them are as well. Um, I literally like, I love reading um, this year. I haven't read as much as I have in the last two years, but this is one of like top five books I've ever read. So hundred percent, like for anybody <laughs> listening and but whether you're um, a parent or not, I just think that it's really helpful. Mm-hmm. So what, what then is so helpful when you know your core skill set, you can then go and look for a job or a career based on who you literally are as a person rather than just like what you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing literally like Oh my, like, you know, you find this with people who are like, I'm just going to use like a nurse comes to mind, for example, Uh because they're generally like, they're like, they're just like in my being, like it's, it's in me to just like help and nurture. And like, I'm totally fine under pressure or in chaotic situations. Like I have a friend, a good friend who's an ER nurse. I, there's no way that I would ever be able to be okay in that type of environment, Mm -hmm. but that's who she is as a person. Like it's who she is at her core. And she's been doing that same job for a decade. Again, when you, I think when you really tap it, not to say you'll never switch jobs. Correct. I think when you really tap in to having a job or a career that's based on your core skill set and who you are, you're not going to find yourself switching jobs like every two years, like I have for the last decade. Wow. I love, I love the transparency. I love it. And it's, you know, um, okay, so I'm going to have to go back and read this book. <laughs> oh my gosh, so good. <laughs> because that's the thing. So being a mom, um, so I have uh, twins and I notice that 
you mentioned two things. So you said what they're interested in, who they are. I always go back to what they did when they were babies and one and two and three, because some of their natural skills just showed it was just clear. But then what happens is that as we grow, then we become interested in things that we see others do or that we encounter, but it might not necessarily be what we are to the core. So I think that's, I think as moms, we need to kind of tap into that for our own children. Cause we've seen them grow, you know, over the years and, um, okay, I'm going to have to go read this book. <laughs> mm, and I love what you just said, because it, I, it gave me the visualization in my head of like, it seems to me as we grow, as our children grow up, the volume on the outside influence gets Ooh. louder and the volume on our internal gets quieter. Yes. And it makes me so sad, but I really feel like that's what happens. We yeah. were at, um, we were at church yesterday and there was this little girl. She never goes to the kids in the kids room. She stays with her mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And she was just like dancing and singing and like all the things, like as if no one was watching. Right. Uh-huh. And as sad as this is not that I was being negative Nancy, but I was like, you know what? In 10 years, she won't do that. Yeah, it's true. It's true because she's going to be more worried about who's looking at her, who's watching, what do they think? Mm -hmm. And not just worried about what she, like how she feels. I agree. I agree. And you know, we, that's why I feel like moms or dads or whoever is, you know, really the main influence in the child's life has so much influence because we can clear that out for them. We can, you know, give them the words of encouragement. So, because Unfortunately, the world has a lot of negativity that we take, even if we think we're not listening, we are. And so we need to clear the clutter for them so they can have a clearer path for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Two things I want to point out. You can just give me your, your um, opinion on this women in careers, because I know your focus is on women and, you know, for those of us who have girls, sometimes I know, for example, me, when I was young, I knew I wanted to be a mom. Like this was just core to me. And I feel that a lot of my career choice was towards what would fit my role as a mom and a career. That's why I got into education. And, um, I feel that that's not the case anymore. Now, Mm -hmm. even after the pandemic, you could be a doctor and work remotely. You can be a doctor and Mm. work part-time and, you Mm -hmm. know, or any career, any Mm -hmm. career. Um, And so I think we want to open those doors for parents and say, and then the other thing that you touched on earlier was there is no forever job. You know, we might be in the same niche if we, you know, select accordingly, but it's very common for people to go into something else because maybe they, they're, they have maxed their career growth where they're at yeah, or they want to explore something different. So what words would you have for parents of girls um, for them to, you know, seek out whatever it is they want in their heart and not work. Sometimes we worry too much about the future role (laughs) that we want to be that we forget to just enjoy the ride and do what we want to do in the moment. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's super powerful. Um, something that Keisha says so much is, you know, enjoy the journey or like the, enjoy the process and the pursuit of what it is that you're going for. Because sometimes what happens is 
you don't ever actually get to the destination and I'm using air quotes, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you're not enjoying the process or the journey and then you never get there, you're just, you're not happy. You're not fulfilled. You're not anything, you know, and that could happen in the sense of, um, I'm knock on, on what all the things I, I didn't struggle with getting pregnant, but I think about what about the woman who's listening, who really wants to be a mom and they're going to craft their life and their career around being a mother. And and they can't, Mm -hmm. they struggle with infertility or something like that. Then you've positioned your life and structured your life in this way that now doesn't even make any sense and doesn't work. And that like, it just breaks my heart even thinking about it. Um, And I also think too, the other thing that's so interesting, particularly with me in my situation is like you all growing up, I was like, I'm going to be a mom. I'm going to be a mom. I want to be a mom. And I had two, I had two sisters. So there was three of us also thought I was going to be a mom of multiples. And, um, when I became a mother, it was really, really hard for me still to this day. I, it's just, it's not, it's not as, I don't know. I I hate to use the word easy, but I just thought it would be easier. (laughs) And, um, so I have for number one, I thought I would have girls. I didn't, I had a boy uh-huh. and then I was certain that I would have multiples, but because it's been so challenging, I believe and my son is four, as I mentioned that, um, he, that he will be an only child. Mm. And so again, until you're in the situation, you truly don't know. Yep. So I was thinking, I'm going to be this mom of multiples. I'm probably going to have a couple girls all this is planned out in my head. And, and this is what my life is going to be. And now here I am a boy, mom, probably a one and done boy, mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Because again, sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves and on our children. Um, I know mm-hmm. when I grew up, my mom wanted me to have the forever job, you know, the one job work for a company for, you know, 20 plus years, but I'm a person who just loves career growth, you know, and I've every, I've been very blessed that every job I've had, I have really enjoyed and been passionate about. So that that's the good thing in it all. But um, as parents, we sometimes put a lot too much pressure on the kids. So let's let them enjoy the journey because it is exciting, you know, going through career journey with them um, and then open the doors to the many possibilities um, that are out there. And one thing I do want to touch up real quick um, before we wrap up, and I think you mentioned this at some point is, um, oh, that was when you said that you, you thought in your mind that you wanted to be a nanny and you had this, this visual, um, sometimes it's also good. And I encourage parents to seek out people in the career who are honest about what they do, the good and the bad and what their Mm -hmm. typical day looks like, because unfortunately social media, um, this is the negative part highlights all the happy and the good stuff, you know, and they don't really focus on, you know, the downs of everything. And there is, there, there might be a lot more ups and downs, but we want to be honest with children as they start selecting their career path, that there is ups and downs to everything. But if we go back to the core skill (laughs) set that really identifies who they are, hopefully that process will be easier and better and they'll land on something that they're really happy about. Yeah, I think so too. I think that that's, that's one of the things that like, 
you know, in the last almost year that I've been an entrepreneur, I'm like, it's not that every day as an entrepreneur is rainbows and butterflies and perfect, Mm -hmm. but it's just that due to my core skill set, I know that I'm meant to be my own boss and that I'm meant to be entrepreneurial. So it's that when there are the hard days or a bad day or things are stressful, or I'm working on something that I, that isn't really easy because I'm doing what I'm like made for. It isn't one of those things where it makes you want to quit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause if you're at like a job that you're just interested in, or that isn't really who you are. And when you have the hard days or you're working on a challenging project, that's when you want to just throw your hands up in the air. Yep. I agree. I agree. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Courtney, for sharing this with us. Can you tell us where listeners can find or connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. The main place that I hang out is on Instagram. Um, and it's just my, my name. So it's Courtney underscore Winzicky. Okay. Awesome. And I know your last name is a little tricky, but I will have it on my show notes. <laughs> yes. I'll make sure to, that you have the right spelling. <laughs> absolutely. And you have great knowledge that you share with others in your Instagram account. And I thank you for that. You know, your posts thank on you. tips and suggestions about social media and, you know, marketing are very helpful. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Courtney. And I'll talk to you soon. Hi, friend. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you share it with a mom friend. Send it to her right now. Or even better, tag me on your Instagram story so I can personally thank you for helping me build our community. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. Let's keep in touch and I'll talk to you soon. Adios.